It's that time of the day. It's the Forestry Sports Show. Let's get it. Welcome back to Fourth Street Sports Show. I am your host, Steve Mixon. Back in the pound here on this Thursday afternoon. It has been raining all day today, and me, Nathan, and Charlie, at least me, I got drenched on the way to class I, today. I did too. Yeah, Charlie did. And Slightly. I, was, then, I didn't park too far. Yeah, I bet Jackson slept in today. No, he was in class this morning with me. Yeah, I went home. I was done with classes before the rain started, mm. so enjoy this L, nerds. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, anyways, as you heard him, we have Nathan Lee to my left. We have Charlie somewhere in the vicinity over there, and then uh, Jackson right to my right, so... How we doing, gentlemen? I'm doing good. I'm ready to talk some Southern Miss sports over here. Man. Yes, ready to be late to a women's basketball game while we answer. Yeah, some very interesting and important questions. Yeah, there's some women's basketball game. Uh, there is a women's basketball game going on at 6 p.m. and the guys play at 6 p.m. and it is currently 5:06 p.m. So we're going to squeeze us in and then get over there quickly. Yes. Um, so. Um, obviously this week is, or this podcast is our rapid fire podcast where we take questions from people who send it on, on Twitter. And, uh, we have some questions left over from last week and then we had some new ones. So we're going to try to get into these eight questions lined up. We had a question from our good friend and friend of the show. She, uh, we, we noticed that this guy likes all of our stuff and likes the show. So Cloverfield Leaf Mall, he said that what's the best current USM athletes name, but I wanted to alter that question. We're going to get to your question. So don't worry. We'll get to it in a second, but I wanted to alter that question and start this podcast with a fun debate because it just made me think, because I think it'd be a fun debate to have. What is the best current USM athlete? And we could probably debate this for a year and maybe not have an answer, but I just really wanted to take, 10 minutes at least to talk about what y'all think is the best Southern Miss current athlete right now. And I'm going to divert the conversation right now. Jackson go. Well, you know, I feel like there's an, there's two obvious answers, I think, and you can go to some of the underappreciated sports, but Wait, I'm just going to interrupt you real quickly. Let's just, just say yours and yours. then we'll go to Charlie, then go to Nathan, then I'll say mine and then we'll debate. Okay. Frank Gore jr. Frank Gore jr. Ah. Mm. Uh, does this count, Jason Brownlee? I mean, okay, that that's still is he a recent. current athlete? I, I mean, it's still it's still like in the recency okay. where I feel like I can say that. I want to go baseball, but I'm gonna give him my volleyball respect, Mia Wesley. Yeah, wow, no baseball. I'm mm. going Tanner Hall. I that think Tanner it's like Hall, Tanner I Hall. think it's like not even a question. I was he's, almost he's a preseason All American. I mean, like I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of like the athletic like skills not saying that tanner hall isn't but like as far as tanner hall has some athletic skills no but i'm talking about like numbers that you can put up at combines like i jason Mm. brownlee's right up there with anybody in the football world like right he's like a physical kind of freak like of a receiver Mm -hmm. like he is like the prototype build that you know scouts nfl scouts are looking for Mm -hmm. like that's what he just popped in my head you know everybody's got their own skill set in every sport but like he is like on paper what they're looking for. Yeah. Consistency. Mia Wesley was staying at the top all, all year in volleyball stats. She was in top five in kills for the longest time. Nearly led the nation. It's hard not for me to put her up there. Tanner Hall was my second. That was, I was, that was who I was going between. But I was just like, I wanted to give some respect to volleyball. I did so many sports recaps of her, so many posts <laughs> about her. So I was like, I, for me, I have to go with, with you know. I did like, feel like that her name was always in our it was sports recaps. Always. She, always. She played Nathan, uh, Jackson. So, Jackson, give us your argument for Frank Gore Jr. Frank Gore Jr. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing about Tanner Hall. Not to take anything away from him, because obviously he had an exceptional season last year. Mm-hmm. But he really has had one great season. And he kind of came mm-hmm. on at the end of 
That would have been 2021, I believe, two years ago. Mm-hmm. He kind of came on at the end there. But last year was his first real season. They didn't even know if he was going to be a starter. He was kind of a, a midday starter, a weekday starter. And then he came on. That's why I'm going to go with Frank Gore Jr. Because consistent, sustained success. He's gotten better each and every year. And he has at least one or two more years at Southern Miss. He can catch. He can run. He can throw. He can do it all. He's the face of the football program. Mm-hmm. And... To be honest, no disrespect to baseball, but football is still king at Southern Miss, even though baseball is better. The team is better. It's a football school, historically. And I think it will be. I I think so, yeah. The tradition of baseball uh, is great, but go to the 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. It's got a deeper history. It's a football school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And football is king. But if I would talking, argue now. But it's we're talking current ball. athlete. I would say yeah. currently, right now, baseball is the prominent pro- sporting program right now. Right now, I would, this is, I would agree. This like, is a baseball school. Like, culture right wise, over everything, I would say it's baseball. I think school. Southern Miss wants to be we're, a football We're diverting school. into another whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to be a football school, but they're right. I think they're There's a, a debate school. for that, but historically, so, so, it's so, still but Southern football. Miss has made yeah. an NCAA. Hey, they've made the tournament <laughs> every single year in the past, like, six years. Yeah, that's great. Dang. Good for them. It's still a football school. I'm sorry. No disrespect to baseball. Hey, I respect Jackson mm. holding to his, yeah. holding I his love, ground. I love baseball. I, I, I like, like him holding I, his ground, though. I really enjoy baseball. It's a football school. Nobody right. tailgates for a baseball game. The casual. What? What, what is the roost? Wait, the nobody tailgates. Oh, my gosh. Jackson's, Jackson's Jackson, falling off right about? now. Nobody, nobody tailgates for baseball? No, nobody tailgates baseball to <laughs> the degree. We did a whole feature on the roost. That they do for football. They yeah, have the roost. Teamed up. That's great. But you go around campus for a football game, it's much different than there is for a big baseball game. Well, probably that because there's point. like 30,000 fans. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Football, football is like overall the more popular sport. Right. But around the school, baseball is what's If you went up to the average the student who likes sports, Jackson, and asked them if you could take away one sport from this, if you, if you had to choose but between baseball and football, to take away, which one would they choose? Baseball. Are you <laughs> serious? Baseball. I think so. They would I, take away baseball. Oh I God. think the casual <laughs> sports fan has more fun watching football, I believe. That's, now, that's true. Baseball that, that is, is up a there fair argument, but for the school, if you went to Joe Paul and asked him. Well, that's a, di- that's a, that's a different story. <laughs> football <laughs> makes money, and yeah, Big Joe would agree with that. Yeah. Well, I, one thing I will this agree with Jackson <laughs> One thing I will agree it. with Jackson on is as far as, like, the athletic capabilities. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like football players get to show that oh, yeah. more than, you know, yeah. let's say yeah. a, a pitcher does. Of course, what they're doing is very impressive, very calculated. But I don't know. When I think of, like, athletic talent, super just football, humans. yeah. Because, I mean, humans. you're going out there, like – you know, full contact and kind of showing what you can do. Same thing as basketball too. Bas- mm-hmm. Basketball is very athletic. Austin sport. Crowley deserves his respect and high say when yeah. it comes to best yeah. athletes. Uh, my argument is, what is the point of the sports? To obviously to make money, right? To win. So, to win. To win. Right. So to win. So what sport right now is Southern Miss most set up to win a national title? <laughs> you still on? <laughs> Baseball. It, it's baseball. definitely baseball. Definitely it's not baseball. even a question baseball. Definitely baseball. So, like, what, like it, it is a baseball school. It is the set up to win a national title prominently more than football, basketball, women's basketball, all that stuff. I'm going uh, field hockey first, but... Um. Yeah, I mean, hey, volleyball went to a tournament this year. Maybe yeah. we're a volleyball. Hey, volleyball. School. Hey, volleyball. 
I'm all Mia Wesley over here. Okay, back to the original conversation, though. And I will say, Mia Wesley, that is a great example. Kind of an underappreciated sport. She is a dog. Dog. (laughs) Definitely. But if Tanner Hall, if this was like his third year going into it, I would give him props. I give him props already, but I would give him the nod over Frank Gore Jr. Because Frank Gore Jr. just completed his third year, I believe, and he's gotten better each year. If Tanner Hall can, like... Sustain even like eighty five percent of last year's success. Yeah. He'll probably be the best athlete on school. I just I want to see it again. Yeah. Is my point. That's a and you do have a, like a fair assessment is like pitchers sometimes have good seasons. Yeah. Yes. Next season, you know? Yes. Uh, and I agree with that. I just think if you if you're looking at it as of now on February whatever day it is second, you know, I just feel like you know if you take Tanner Hall off the team. Like oh my team. gosh! Like what in the world would they do for pitching? Like they it's would have they would need three new guys. Yeah. Their entire pitching staff, their entire all three of their starters would be gone. When it comes you're, to most valuable, you're so yeah. confident that Tanner Hall is going to be your Friday guy right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, if you took Frank Gore Jr. off the team, it's almost the same argument. Very Last similar. year they wouldn't even won Mm-mm. they wouldn't no. have won four games without Frank Gore Jr. Mm-mm. Like they would have beaten Northwestern State. They would have beaten. They, I mean, you. I don't know. Would they have yeah. beaten ULM? No. no like would not. they have beaten? They would they have beaten Arkansas State? I don't think so. I don't you think know? so. So like Liberty they would have waxed them. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. know who they would have beaten besides Northwestern State. Yeah. Without Frank Gore Jr. So that is a very fair argument. Jack uh, and then Charlie said Jason Brownlee, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah. if you build an athlete in a lab, it's probably going to look a lot like Jason that's Brownlee. What, that's what Jason I'm Brownlee is like the prototype athlete. of yeah. an athlete. athlete. If you, if you like imagine what an athlete can do, it's just that's. And I, I would say before uh, Corvell Todd, I don't know if y'all remember him. Yeah, yeah. Even one of the best high jumpers in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yep, he and was. he's at Florida now. But I, mean, I, I remember doing all, a bunch of sports recaps. On yeah, him last he he was an athlete. Like yeah, watching a, some of his meets, track track and field. We haven't even mentioned that. Those mm-hmm. are athletes too and like uh, another thing is like so a p- part of this discussion is not only what they produce on the field but what they can produce at the next level yes. right yes. and like i definitely agree that jason brown is going to be a pick in this year's draft and i agree frank George gore jr will be a pick mm-hmm. um and yeah. whenever draft if he goes next year Same with tanner. which i would assume and tanner yeah, yeah. and tanner's going to get drafted so oh yes so um oh and as well as waldrop and um Man. he's in he's in florida now but i'm just saying that, yeah, that i think it's crazy just how crazy that Public enemy number one. <laughs> you know, it'd be cool if Summers played Florida in a regional this year. Oh, oh what? gosh. Well, so cool. plus the history because oh, like after their first yeah. college mm-hmm. series, Super, yeah. they beat Florida. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. We have a big baseball preview podcast coming up imminently, hopefully next week. Yeah. So I don't think that's imminently, but soon. Soon. Yeah. Soon. Imminent. Big baseball preview coming out. Be looking for that. More on that later. Student but, Prince. Student Prince. Okay, so. Nathan, Mia Wesley. Yes. You're sticking to it. Sticking to it. You think she's the best athlete Slurmus has right now? She's she deserves her respect, so yes. Okay. And you're sticking with Jason Brownlee? Yeah. Frank Gore Jr.? Yep. I'm sticking with Tanner Hall. Let us know. Tweet at us who you think the best USM athlete is. I'm gonna tweet this later and we'll see. All right, so that's our discussion on that. So that kind of went into like two questions because I like the debate of whether or not USM is a baseball or football school. That is a great debate to me. It's That's fascinating. So, um, uh, so let's get into the rapid fire for this podcast. So Cloverfield Mall is going to start us off here. We kind of altered his question to have that little debate in the beginning, but let's now have his question. So what is now the best current USM athletes name? 
Would you like to clarify that for our listeners? Yes. So, like, not the best current athlete, but just his name, like Dima Mixon or Jackson Howell or Charlie Luttrell. What is the best name? And the athletes. Pat Radanayanon. I don't know his first name, how to say it. Yeah. Dong yeah. That's good. He, he goes, but yeah, he goes by Pat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, is the golfer? Yes. We yes. had him on Fourth Street. Yeah, he was on he, Fourth Street. He's a baller, too. I yeah. think that that is literally the awesomest name besides Dima Mix. Yeah. You yeah. should have saw <laughs> Kelly Sanders trying to say that name. Oh, my oh. goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good ones. There's, uh, I, you know, my last name's Latrell. There's a Latrell Jones, Latrell hey, Frog Latrell Jones, Jones, if we're talking yeah. about a nickname, yeah, Frog. Nicknames. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got some interesting nicknames here. Um, I think Jake Lang's got the best <laughs> nickname on campus. Or I don't know if he, you know, uh, so, accepts it. But When we were going over these questions, we said we were going to mention Jake Lang and Charlie just did this. Yeah. yeah. Big Jake, right? Yeah. Big, was big Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. I think Femi Funius. I like yeah, alliterative cool. names. Uh, that's a really nice name. That's I really do like Neftali Alvarez. Yeah, Neftali. 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 He had an awesome layup. Justin Storm. I mean, that's that's six. a great name. Yeah. Slade in like baseball. Slade Wilkes. Justin like, Storm. Awesome. That sounds like a pro wrestler. Yeah, that sounds like, like awesome. a superhero. I would not mess with that guy. No. Nah. And he's like six foot. I know. It's like he's driving his driver's license. I was interviewing him at Baseball Media Day. He's looking at me. Oh yeah. He's basically at that ceiling fan up here. Oh, in that's the pound. who that was, man. He, yeah, that's a big guy. That's a yeah, tall guy. Um, he's a great guy. One man. name I will throw out there after extensive research, all sports. We have women's golf, Icy Cockerham. That's mm. a that's a great name. I believe most recent home game might have been Thursday. Uh, can't remember if that was. I think that was Arkansas State, but I think she actually won an award. So yes, she did. Actually, kudos yeah. to her, like in the students or whatever. So yeah. kudos to her. I like that name. I think it's fun. Icy. Icy who doesn't? Yes. Who doesn't like an icy? Right. Icy. Icy. She get that's an nil deal right there. I about to say that is an nil. Like, come on, give women's golf their respect. Blue. And they're actually playing really good. Like, yeah, yeah. Man, I Both could go for some teams. golf right Both now. Time. I Both cannot wait to play golf. Oh, it's man. raining. You want to go for golf right now? <laughs> This is a perfect round of golf. Right I'll now. tell you what. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about this in class. You're ready, we man. Were, dude, I, um, I was watching golf the entire class. I mean, yeah, he was. <laughs> That's all I was doing. <laughs> I mean, I'm just obsessed with it sometimes. But anyway, okay. Cool names. So what is your answer, Jackson? Icy Cockerham. Okay. I do like Icy, actually, now I'm thinking more. Because that's, that's NIL opportunity. Yeah. Icy. I'm sticking like, with Pat. I think it's Pat, but I love Neftali like, yeah. and yeah. Slade and Justin Storm. We got some cool athlete names. Yeah. Slade is a great name, named after Death Nico. We yeah. to say Nico. Nico, Nico Mazza. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Or Nico yeah. Aguirre. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. I like Christopher Sargent, too, just Sargent. because Sarge, like, really they can go cool. three. Cool dun, 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 Sarge. Wow, That's we've got good. some really cool names. Yeah, when you like thinking of all of them? Nathan, Nathan Lee, like, so boring. Yeah. <laughs> That's your parents' yeah. fault. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, mom and dad. Nathan. Nate Dog. Did you imagine being named Nathan? That'd be yeah. terrible. And terrible. Oh, so, you're named Nathan. At least oh, you're not named Ah, Don't make me reveal your shoot name, Dima. That's a shoot, brother. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, so Pat for me, Pat for Nathan, Jackson's I'm going to go with Icy, too. Yeah. And Charlie's Icy. Cool. I, like Icy. I think that's a great question. Also, let us know in the comments what your favorite athlete's name is. That's pretty cool. All right, from another friend of the pod, Jackson Kennedy. 
How far will Southern Miss get in baseball this season? This is kind of revealing our big story that's coming out, but I think it'd be fun to debate. So let's go. I mm. think they go far. NEL? Yeah, I think we kind of talked about this last week. Um, I think I think they'll go far too. Yeah. Well, what, well, define far. Like, like a long distance away. Mm. Far into the summer. Yes. Far into the summer. We can say that Omaha. They, like they it's will not be a playing. Curse word. I think their potential is <laughs> Omaha. We'll see if their pitching yeah. can get them there. I think rumors hitting can get them there, but I'm interested to see how deep this pitching room can be and it, their talent. I think the potential is there to get to Omaha. All right, we're going to mark it down right here. Are they going to Omaha? Their ceiling is Omaha. I do not think they make it. Though. I don't either. Yeah. I mm. think they make it to the Supers. I think they that, make it to Supers. I think, Supers that's is that. I think they the get road. put out by LSU in the Supers. That'd be, that would be a tough team to play. But they're just going to get sent to an SEC Super. Like that's just, no, unless they host. People are not going to be happy about that. No. But LSU. Hey, they can still host, LSU though. Ten, Tennessee, where everybody like, Tennessee, Tennessee last year. Yeah. What happened to them? Hey, yeah. I mean, hey, people forget if Ole Miss doesn't beat Miami, Southern Miss would have had to gone to Miami yep. for the yep. Super. Yep. Exactly. So it's hard to host a Super. It's hard. It's super Super hard. Super, Win super as many games hard. as possible and hope. Did anyone catch that one? I okay. caught it, Dima. Thank, Thank you. you. Here's the thing, and you're going to read about it in our article. For them to get to Omaha, they're going to have to get hot late. And I do think that this team is most equipped, other than past year's teams, to get their offense hot late. Mm. Yeah. And if their pitching can find it stride late, they do have a good chance to get there. However, as we've seen in college baseball, it is so hard to get to Omaha. It's so hard. Like, it really is. Like, a lot it, of- is, it seems like it would be easier, but mm. man, because baseball is not like football. Mm-mm. Like, Coastal Carolina won the World Series like seven or eight years ago, yeah. and nobody pictured that. I mean, it, it is so hard to get to Omaha. I'm see, I've, so I've been looking at I just think it's hard to just predict, like, oh, yeah, they're going to Omaha. Now, yeah. you could be like. But, but you can predict that they're going to be put out by LSU. Well, I'm just saying that's just that's what I think is going to happen. I think I, I just think it's a story that they would go to LSU and, yeah. and it is yeah, it is like they always end up. They always end up in LSU, Mississippi State, yeah. Ole Miss. Like when was last or, or Arkansas? It's just always somewhere in this vicinity, you know. Yeah. So, but I think it'll be interesting. I think they host a regional though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can definitely because I, I think they're going to win the Sun Belt. Yeah, I saw a bunch of a bunch of. You know, posts on by news people and predictions that you know the two two of the teams that are sleepers are Southern Miss and Charlotte. I've seen a lot of people high on Charlotte, Charlotte. and Southern Miss. Charlotte. So um, those are the two teams I've seen a lot of 49ers. dark horse Omaha trips from. So uh, on online, but that's all opinion. So we'll yeah. see. Here's what I will say: If they want to even sniff Omaha, they have to hit close to 300. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last oh, year, yeah. last year here uh, I mentioned this in the article, but here's stat of the day: They were 150th out of 293 teams in batting mm-hmm. average last year. They hit yeah. for a team 276. The only person to hit over 300 was Dustin Dickerson. Right. If they hit closer to 300, even like 290, yeah, it's like 290. They've like, got a really good chance. They might have to hit better than that because. Outside of Tanner Hall, your guy, we don't know just how effective the pitching is going to be. Right, so and we're going to be, be covering seen. all this in way more depth yes. than our baseball preview, so we don't want to give everything away. But good question. Uh, let's just mark it down right now. Where do they end up? Super regional. I guess super regional. Omaha, whatever. Omaha? I'm taking it. Okay. I'll, I'll say super. I'll say super. Here's the thing. We're saying super, but we know that they have a great potential to get there. Mm-hmm. So, um 
baseball school. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our another question from Cloverfield Leaf Mall. Um, our guy. Our guy. Thanks, or, man. Or we love it. Love it. Love it. I think it's our guy. I think he's our guy. Could be our girl. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He's not. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> all right, the question is, you walk into Reed Green to watch practice. In the stands, you see open seats next to Larry Eustacey, Tim Floyd, Donnie Tindall, Kay James, James Green, or dot, 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 actor Gary Grubbs. Where are you sitting? Southern Miss Legends. Iceberg <laughs> Legends. Most of us are too young to even, like, have, you know, been around those people. Yeah. But... I will say, just off of the, I guess, historical impact of those people, I would, I would go with Kay James. Like, if you look at her resume and just uh, what she's done, I mean, she was like the birth of the Lady Eagles program here at Southern Miss. I feel like there's a lot of wisdom there. I feel like there's a lot of history there, and that would just be interesting. Imagine just sitting. Uh, she her record too is insane. Like, she's obviously got. A lot of uh, wisdom about the sport of basketball, so I would I would have to sit next to her. This this is a hard one for me. Man. I'm going to concur with Charlie. Yeah, I'm like, kind of leaning that way know, too. Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know she's named to the exclusive Legend Club in 2003. Like he said, 403 to 224 record in basketball is pretty good. Obviously, yeah. four time Coach of the Year. Um, so I I think I mean and like Charlie said, you know we weren't really around for some of these people we're not we're kind of you know we're young we're college students no. we just kind of chill and yeah. play golf in the rain and stuff so yeah. specifically so we don't <laughs> but uh i do like uh larry eustacey would be cool to me because I, yeah. I grew up i grew up going to southern miss basketball games actually barstool southern miss just tweeted out something really about a game yeah. and you can see me in it i'm oh. not going to say what i'm doing or where i am but if you look closely on the you'll court? be able to see me nobody's Maybe. ever gonna get it unless you circle it i know that's kind of the point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but anyways, I, I love you, Stacy. I, 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 I liked watching him coach when I was younger. So. Yeah, I would say Kay James is probably the right answer. Uh, I'm sure Gary Grubbs has some good stories to I'd tell. I say Grubbs set was the interesting one. But I, I'm, I'm probably going to sit at the top of the bleachers uh, with the best coach I've seen in my lifetime, and uh, that's Ellis Johnson. Oh my god, <laughs> that is a joke. <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, sure. Well, he did say a, it's a football school. There would be a lot to get out of that conversation. They could run a defense mm-hmm. into the ground. <laughs> Dang. Oh, man. We are off the rails. Nathan, who are you sitting next? <laughs> I'm going K. James, too. Yeah. It's, it feels like that's uh, – Gary Groves was the fun one for me, but I'm going K. James. Yeah. It's too much, too, much hit, too much legendary status. Yes. 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 I think it's cool. So, all right. Good question. Moving on. From Chris Walters. Um, any idea when the Reed Green will be updated? How? I added this at the end because I don't think we really have an answer for the first one, but the second question I think would be cool to talk about. How do they should they update it? Well, so first question is when, or and then second question is how. Around two or three years ago, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have had the plans and intention to do it. Um, I really don't have a estimate or know when they are going to, but they did roll out a plan, I think, probably six, eight months ago now about yeah. detailing how they were going to um, do it and what phases they were going to kind of do it in. Uh, just from my experience in a facility class I took and got to talk mm-hmm. to some people around the university that you know worked there, 
there's a lot of problems with uh, the amount of entrances and exits because that's not really what you want in a facility. I mean, it's weird. It's, it's a odd design to be circular like that, but it's also kind of a security risk to have so many people coming in from a bunch of different directions, if you know what I mean. So what they want to do is potentially make the north side, from what I've heard, like the primary entrance, which is usually what you'll what see in some like college facilities. You have a one big main entrance, and then uh, you, you're you able to control the outflow better than what it is right now, which they really haven't had that much of a problem. Probably until now, you're really seeing like how – packed the concourse is mm-hmm. too probably going to be plans to widen the concourse because obviously a lot of things are outdated update concessions oh my um gosh. there's a i mean yeah there's a whole list i could go on and on uh potential like people don't like the bleachers so yeah, making the seating more yeah yeah, yeah i sat bleachers uh, for the last game i went to yeah it's like there's a lot on the list but they gotta update the scoreboard man yeah, like that's got to get more. Concessions are mine. My goodness, like no disrespect. The drinks were cold. The drinks were very cold, hey, but yeah. um, the lines were crazy long. Yeah. Takes yeah. forever. They're all with that card machine that never works. So it's like that's that's not something you fix. But um, overall, I'm kind of with Charlie on this. It's just there's simple things that you know. It's an old old building. It's just right, you yeah. know, what do you expect? Something I saw on Twitter and I can't remember the Twitter account who posted it. Could be one of our guys, but um Georgia Tech, they also had a circular arena just like Reed Green and they recently, I don't know, within the last 10 years, they renovated it. Now it's sort of the traditional like rectangular sure, like yeah. the seats around it, not like a circle. Mm-hmm. Uh the capacity went down I think by like 500 people, but they all have chair backs now. It looks like a traditional basketball course. If they can do that with Georgia Tech when they showed pictures. It looked nearly identical. I think they could probably do that with the greenhouse. I think it would benefit. And, you know, you could talk about, you could fix the security risks like Charlie talked about. Uh, when will they do it? I don't know. I think they had like a new special out and everything like 10 years ago saying, yeah. here are the new plans. Uh, seems like a will they, won't they? But, you know. Once athletics starts making more money with the new Sun Belt deals and all that, as viewership continues to grow, uh, I'm sure they're de- they'll definitely address that in the near future. Yeah, I think um, so. The capacity right now is just over eight thousand, um, and they're putting in right now with basketball the best it's been in a while, just under five thousand. That's awesome. So they could man. definitely take out you know you can yeah they, they could do that i mean you're not going to lose but what 500 seats or so you yeah. know so give or take so you're not really losing that much and, and make the seats and make the seats more better. comfortable yeah. and the people who want to go and especially like i think like handicap you know yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that it, it's hard for them and they're always the having university to itself is not that very handicapped yeah, right, it's right, not yeah. and then uh, and then the concessions and I, I think i really think they got to get a better scoreboard i mean every single basketball arena has like better replay better scoreboards and stuff. oh my and gosh the replay you're looking up into nothing. the ceiling in like a yes. projector almost. So, so yeah, long, long story, but I think the the things they're going to address first are kind of the electrical, probably right. like the stuff that needs to, you know, work yeah. and mm-hmm. efficiently. Because um, they did update it a little bit yeah, when the they lights, put the new lights in. The lights stuff, are really so. nice. I noticed one of them was actually broken. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Already. Gosh. Yeah. 
um but you know the new lighting as a photographer can tell you it's amazing um a lot better than the previous <laughs> setup so i mean i feel like it might stretch out for 20 years it feels like at this rate but as jackson said they they've had a plan it's supposed to be like 40 45 million i think and i think like the first phase of it is like 10 15 million so there, there's there's a lot on the bucket list. Probably like two hundred million now at this yeah. point. <laughs> and I was telling y'all, yeah, um, like I was telling y'all when we were there, is that they used to actually host concerts in the Rio Green. Uh-huh. Bob Dylan performed, yep. which okay. I thought was really cool. But um, the away like visitor ramp or whatever is like so steep mm-hmm. that apparently a lot of like modern equipment or people ha- i don't know have problems like unloading their stuff like you can't really support um the equipment now that's i don't that's really wild. know how that works but yeah probably a couple osha violations there <laughs> i don't know if they that's in their jurisdiction i, I, I feel like one one day a player is gonna like trip going down mm. that that big ramp and like tear their acl or something better hope hopefully that doesn't happen but yeah, yeah take that back it is it is an old old stadium yeah. i think a lot of people hate on it though like that uh the jmu guy who yeah. came in he was like what's with these uh <laughs> dumb <laughs> i don't have circular. a problem I, I think it's got character it, it's, I think it's cool i like the, i like green green i love going there it's, i mean the, the good thing is there's not a bad seat in the house no like there's you, there's not a place where you sit where you like can't see well you know? like if you sit half court you're like far away from the court as opposed to like yeah, you know, yeah sitting by the rim i was something. half i was in half court you are far far yeah, away I mean, but but you see everything it's not a problem or nothing you know it, that's make, it makes the other seats better whereas half court's generally supposed to be the best yeah yeah you're like sitting um it's down low on one right behind the goal you're right behind yeah. it yeah, half know. court is the cheapest seats in the house too so. yeah mm. yeah so Cool, cool. All right, so we don't know when they did try to do it with the lights, and we all had our various. I'm not going to go through all what we said. They should update it. So, next question from Gary: Why Charlie has our answer for this one? Why hasn't Kobe Montgomery suited up? He is a basketball player. For those who do not know, yes, he's still with the team. He's just ineligible for this year. But yeah, he's still. I mean, you've probably seen him at the games. Um, I actually got a chance to, you know, watch him play or practice earlier this season. But, yeah, he's just ineligible. Cool, cool. All right. Well, that's really all we can say on that one. So, thanks for the question, though. Mike Mater, this is going to be a good topic right here. How will Austin Armstrong's move to Alabama help recruiting? I think it's an interesting word on the help, Jackson, if you want to dive into that one to start us off. Uh, it won't help. Um, like we saw after he left, they still got some signings, but – I mean, you know, Austin Armstrong, he kind of had that pedigree. You talk to any defensive player that came into this program, it's the relationship they had with Austin Armstrong in the recruiting process. So that's definitely going to hurt. It'll hurt on the field as well. But, you know, you got to hope with O'Brien coming in. And, I mean, the players like Will Hall. So he is ultimately the guy that players will go to, what you know, with this program or not. So with Will Hall still being here, they'll be fine in recruiting. But I do think it does hurt a little bit with Austin Armstrong leaving. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of see the angle. Like, you know, you had this defensive coordinator and, you know, he uh, is moving on to Alabama, Mm -hmm. like straight from Southern Miss. So I can see that. I definitely think – I don't know about that move helping, but I I feel like the pedigree, I guess, or, you know, his – the status that Southern Miss's defense has achieved 
it has helped with recruiting, especially in transfer. Because, I mean, like, once you get a transfer from a team, um, there's kind of like a pipeline you establish. Um, I, I think the Ole Miss, like, pipeline right now, <laughs> Ole Miss has got the transfer to the SIP thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like, half of USM's transfers over the years have been from Ole Miss. So it's it's like you've got that established kind of um, – I know we're talking about recruiting, but there's established connections already that Austin Armstrong kind of left, like footprints, that I think will have an impact through the years coming through. Yeah, for me, immediately, I don't think it, it can really help. But overall, if this were to continue, you say the next guy gets a job somewhere big, the next guy gets a uh, – job somewhere big then you start helping that's when you get i feel like that's when that because right now it's it looks like austin armstrong was the voice of that defense Mm -hmm. no one knows how good the defense is gonna be next year but if this defense comes out next year and just plays better or just as good then people are going to start realizing recruits are going to start realizing okay this is something they're building this Mm -hmm. wasn't just one guy this wasn't just one a defense of mine this is a will hall creating an atmosphere with a bunch of good young coaches that are, that are going up the ranks themselves. And when I talk to any football player, I never hear anything negative about Will Hall. It is always how much they love mm-hmm. the guy, not just because of his offensive mind and how great of a coach he is, just because he's a genuine person. He gets people in the building. He's a recruiter at heart. So overall, I don't think right now it can help recruiting. You lose one of your best uh, not minds football minds on the team but if you can continue your success and continue this this defensive trend that has you know been at Southern Miss now for a couple years with Austin Armstrong I truly believe that recruits will take notice and that's that's when you'll start seeing them start to flip to Southern Miss instead of maybe an old Miss where they can be a two or a Mississippi State where they can be a two maybe they can come to Southern Miss and be an immediate one yeah football school (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean you know I think all those are valid points and I don't, I don't think it hurt them in no. this cycle. I mean, to give or say, I mean, yeah, they kind of already got their guys right. from this cycle. It's really so next you're really going to see it next cycle, yeah. and and like I think you know Malik Short's leaving. I feel like that yeah. that was probably a testament to mm-hmm. because he did it. He he announced it right after Austin Armstrong and uh, the announcement of him. So you'd think that it was you know right after that, but um, but uh, yeah, so. I don't necessarily think it's going to help or not help. I think that it's almost the next, the next, like you said, the next cycle we're really going to see mm-hmm. where it's kind of impossible to, to answer that. And at least at this point, so next man up mentality. Yep. Yeah. That's so all it's about do your job. Football at heart right yeah. there. Baseball yep. school. Um, right. <laughs> the moral of the story. <laughs> moral of the story. Exactly. going to get canceled for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Y'all Especially wrong. since he's probably praising, he's going Austin Armstrong in Alabama. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Big Ten demon. <laughs> oh. I bet you wish Ohio State eliminates Southern Miss in the Super Regional. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, what is Ohio State baseball doing? I don't know. Uh, I don't even think it's a thing. I think they're a track school. Yeah, lacrosse. Lacrosse. Ohio State cares more about their their ice hockey than baseball, probably. They probably really do. Yeah, they probably do. We can ask old David here. Yeah, it is, it is crazy how big baseball is here in the yeah. South. There really is. And, and Mississippi. We'll see Big Ten baseball in the Pete, though. Illinois. Yeah, which yeah. leads us right mm. into our next question. Mm. Does that count? Yeah. Illinois. Illinois, yeah. Okay. They're pretty good. 
big town. That leads us into our next question, though. What is y'all's most anticipated mm. Southern Miss baseball non-conference series or game? Oh, shoot. Mm. I think, though, I don't want to say this as mine, but I, I just think the Liberty one, obviously because it's going to be the opening series. But I don't know. The, from the time that I've covered Southern Miss baseball, just like being a student here, the opening series have usually, I don't know, the anticipation, the excitement's usually been really high. And lots of the times they're still, you know, just trying to get in the groove of things. Yeah. And then people are so quick to be like, oh, what's wrong with this team? Oh, yeah. You know, this is not their year. That's happened the past two years. And it's cold and weird and... Yeah, yeah, that too. Or it's like seventy degrees and yeah. tornado. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think Liberty is going to be very interesting, um, just because of I, we've talked about how Liberty's had success last years. But um, I just think the opening excitement there's going to be like as many people I think mm-hmm. as like regional uh, there. I think this is going to be a good atmosphere. Yeah, and I'll say this. I'm not going to name a midweek game, so no like Mississippi State or Ole Miss, only because, and speaking for y'all here, me, Charlie, and Nathan each have our capstone class Tuesday night, so Dima's is going to be like the lone representative for baseball on those nights. Uh, so oh, I, won't, I won't say any of those. One I will say is the Dallas Baptist yep. series. Yes. Um, yeah. This is a team that swept Southern Miss at their place last year, and we know how good Southern Miss was last year. Dallas Baptist comes to the Pete this year. Uh, they're always a good team. They always have a high RPI, and being able to win a series against them, that would really help Southern Miss, assuming that Dallas Baptist is good, as they usually are. So, yeah, that's one that I'm looking forward to. But, but Charlie, you're right. The Liberty Series, you know, opening weekend, uh, that's definitely up there. Oh. Yeah, Liberty's the excitement levels with the Liberty. It's the start of the season. Yeah. How can you not be pumped up about that series? Overall, I agree with Dallas Baptist, though. It's just – there's a little bit of a history there, you know. You kind of that's one of those ones you kind of just want to forget about and you know get back. So I think for the players that might be that series non-conference that they might be looking at. Obviously, they're not staring at a schedule or nothing. But if I were to predict, that would be probably one of those series. Illinois is interesting just because it's big, you know, yeah. Big Ten. I mean, that's obvious. But um, I'm going to go Dallas Baptist. Yeah, um, I agree. Dallas Baptist will be fun. I also think Louisiana Tech. Um, season yeah, like that's gonna nah, be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm really just personally looking forward to going to Oxford um, in March um, because Ole Miss has ended Southern Miss's season two seasons in a row now. Mm. So, and they haven't been back to Oxford since so Ole Miss ended their season in 2021. So, that'll be really fun. Um, I think a lot of fans will be looking forward to that. Definitely. And um, yeah, so I think there's. This see this schedule's loaded. Almost every hmm. game's gonna be awesome. About La Tech, isn't that their only meeting this year? Yeah, they they meet them twice. On the road okay. and at home. Yeah, they yeah, do twice. Series. Okay. Yeah. So they'll only have one at home. Hey. And that's gonna be pretty good. We can watch that on the Wednesday too. Yeah, Let's go. We're there. Yeah. I don't have to be at that one. It's yeah. going to be like our only midweek. <laughs> <laughs> April 26th. Mark it down. Yeah. Mark it down. Cool, cool. That's the day before the draft. Mm. Right. CJ Stroud number one. Right. <clears throat> Will Levis. All right. <laughs> Um, last question. And Char- Jackson, you talked about this last podcast. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Do you believe Raisin Cane's intentionally schemes <laughs> to sell more sauce by under-seasoning its chicken fingers? No, next question. Man, I, I would go on this. I don't... I, this is something I wouldn't say on a podcast, but I'm going to say there are certain places that cater their food to a certain population. Mm. Mm. 
And I don't think those people are ready for seasoned chicken. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yes. They want that sauce. That's what it is. Sauce is the boss. Whatever. You know, if you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. They could go to a bunch of other chicken places and get perfectly seasoned chicken. Cane's has a model that's working with mildly seasoned chicken. Why would they change it? Salt and pepper. Quote, if you that's know what, what I'm, saying. I'm saying. You know, there, there's logic to this. There's that logic. Pepper to this. spicy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like when they served the spicy chicken sandwiches at high school, <laughs> and then all the people, are, oh my gosh, it's so spicy. These pepperonis just, are hot. It's just black pepper. There's nothing spicy. There's no cayenne. There's no jalapeno in Mm-mm. that. There's Mm-mm. nothing. There, it's salt and pepper. Mm-mm. You're gonna have those same people complain if you put a little cayenne. If you you know season, yep. uh, put a little blend in it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mean that you would rather go to that Kentucky joint that has no. lemon herbs and spices? Because that's not even good. Beans. That's not even that. It's, it's not even good, that blunt. I mean, it's like is it, no. A perfect example of good seasoned chicken is Popeyes. Yeah, I would yeah. say Popeyes, like for fast food quality, like good season, uh, especially the spicy. Mm. You used to not like the spicy. I love the spicy, but I love the spicy. I, I was the same way. You used to not like the spicy. Yeah, I yeah. on me. I'm, I'm I'm with there. I'm with I'm with Charlie on this Honestly, one. Honestly, cannot comment on this because I'm I can't eat canes, so I don't. Canes Canes was top tier until he moved to their new location. Really, I, really though. I will really I will, will stand to that 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 will hold that point for the rest of my life. It's now qual it's quantity over quality now yeah. at Canes. Canes is not what it mm. once used to be, but. I will it's still so good. I'll still yeah, go so get a snack there. I would say I still think their Texas toast is pretty good. The Texas yeah. toast. Yeah. Is good. Any any I'll let you know, but any place that serves slaw as like a main slide side, like you you gotta bring some extra hot sauce in your back pocket, maybe yeah. some black pepper too. Or just mm-hmm. say no slaw extra toast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Look, here's the what thing. I'm saying. This might say a lot about me, but I can dip their tenders in ketchup and still be happy. <laughs> Like their sauce is boss, it as is. they say. But I've never had their cane sauce. It is really good. It's the cane sauce is. I've top never. Tier. That's legit. what I'm saying. The chicken, chicken. I, I don't even taste it because it's just going in the sauce. That's what it's made for. Yeah, like it's made Think for. of the most disgusting food possible. You put a little cane sauce on it. It's better. It becomes from a one out of ten to about a five. What is out even 10, made out of? Out of it's comeback sauce. You ever had comeback sauce? I've never had. It's sauce. yeah. It's like Worcestershire sauce, probably some lemon, black pepper. Uh, all that stuff. A lot of but, mayonnaise. So. Yeah, a lot of mayonnaise. What what well, I will say, all this talking about Cane's unseasoned chicken, we're not even talking about like Chick-fil-A, for example. <laughs> like, I would take Cane's over Chick-fil-A like 10, ten out of 10. 100 million dollars. Yeah. I would too, but I do like more variety at Chick-fil-A. Okay, I will say the Chick-fil-A breakfast is top notch. Yeah, that's yes, that, that is the best that's thing. Overall, I can't say that. Chick-fil-A's. You've never had the Chick-fil-A breakfast? I didn't grow up in a town with a Chick-fil-A, so I didn't have the chance to go there for breakfast. Chick-fil-A used to have spicy chicken Whatever next Fourth Street trip we're going, we're going to Chick-fil-A for breakfast. All right, deal. I've heard the chicken minis are legit. Chicken minis. Yes, they are good. They have a breakfast burrito, too. The grilled chicken biscuit. No, it's just... But yeah, And then with some little drizzle of honey. Answer to the question... I don't think it's going nuts earlier. It is an intentional. I think it is an intentional scheme. If you like sit down, because once they realize the model of like selling the sauce works, they realize the service was a baseball school and they'll need chicken. They because like really (laughs) to compete in the chicken industry. I'm being serious here. No, Charlie. Like Charlie. Yes. Like back to chicken. Chicken has gotten so much like so big in the last couple years. Like chicken chains have grown like exponentially. Quote chicken. Uh, Y'all know I went to Hawaii, right? 
When I went to Hawaii, oh, we forgot to mention it. There was a Canes and Popeyes like on the same corner in Honolulu. That's how big. Was there a cookout chain? No, raising canes. Yes, in Honolulu. That's I didn't. I thought that was only a South. Chicken is so big right now. Canes is in Hawaii. There are Popeyes and canes everywhere. I need Popeyes. Y'all listen to my point. There are Popeyes (laughs) and canes everywhere now. I wish y'all could see Charlie like. Going crazy right now. He's <laughs> to like compete with each fists. other. One's got to have something that the other doesn't have. Popeyes is gonna have the better chicken, actual like quality chicken, but they don't have the sauce. Mm. You know who? Has so the how sauce? do you get more people to come get your sauce by making the sauce a vehicle for the whole meal? And that's why people go to Canes. Here's what I'll say. I do want to point out Charlie had a whole entire. Piece of paper ready for Charlie yeah, started standing up, and I was thinking, I thought we were like in the Sanhedrin. Or it's just like a sermon getting told. I was about to say, start sweating. Okay, I need to go to Kane's. This apparently is the and truth. For all my sins. But one thing I will say, Zaxby's has a similar sauce. Oh, it's they, similar to Kane's. They sauce. have a similar, but it's not as What is the best chicken? I'll, well, oh, I'll get to in it. general. And people, mm. probably chicken thighs, but people go to. People go to Canes more than Zaxby's. Why? Zaxby's seasons their tenders more, but they're not exactly. always hot. You mm. go to Canes, mm. you're getting fresh, juicy chicken. That's oh, that's, that's a very really very wild statement by mi- Jackson because I want <laughs> mix with the salt. I've also my, never had Zaxby's. My more. personal experience: right. I've never had cold Canes served to me. Okay, so maybe you have some bad luck. I've had bad Chick Fil A served to me. No, so I've had some we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Had some uh, really bad Chick Fil A, but you the get cold, the hot. Yeah. Chicken that like burns your tongue with mm. the sauce. That's the selling point, not just the sauce. Hot canes is very good. One time though, I got canes and they gave me the worst chicken I have ever seen. Mm. They gave me three in a box combo one uh, one time. I was very mad about that. Um, it's a federal crime. That was a federal crime. And the chicken were like not even like they were. They gave me the worst chicken tenders they could have gave. They were the smallest chicken tenders I've ever seen in my life. Very mad. They didn't even give me that many fries either. So mm. wow. it was a it was a couple weeks ago. So I, I'm, they're kind of on my mm. um, naughty list right I think now. That so. person quit their job after. Yeah, maybe they better. Yeah. I didn't even do DoorDash. Oh. Usually it's only bad when I do DoorDash. Mm. I went and got that stuff. Mm. Mm. Cool, a little cool. annoyed, but I was, okay. it was a little late. It was a little late. Well, it to bring it back in, <laughs> it's a scheme. It's a scheme. Papa's the best. Okay. Football scheme. school, baseball. All right. No, well, no, we've got to get out of here so Charlie can run and take photos. So and right and right. Yeah, Charlie's taking it all today. We have eight minutes till the game starts. Southern Miss basketball in action against Troy tonight on the road, and then women's basketball at home against against two. I don't know who are they playing. Jesus. Well, who do, you think, who do you think they're playing, Dean? Uh, well, they're ah, focused on one game at a time. Old so. Dominion, right? Is it Old Dominion? Like, bing, 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 bing. Yeah, there you go. There yeah, you go. I'm not out of it. I know. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. So thanks for listening. We'll be sending out another call for questions on Monday. So be looking for that and listen to our show on Monday, 88.5 FM and be looking sometime this weekend or beginning of next week for our humongous baseball preview article all Five of us will contribute to it, and it's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. 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 And, um, so for Nathan Lee, thank you for letting us infiltrate your apartment of once course. again. Charlie Luttrell. Yes. And Mr. Football School himself, Jackson Howell. That's me, I guess. Yeah. Never gonna I'm Dima Mixon, and that was the 4th Street Sports Show. Thanks so much for listening. 
Come back next Monday at 5 on Southern Miss Radio. 4th Street Sports, baby. <laughs>